my friends. Welcome to Sort of Brilliant, a show where the characters are made up and Hogwarts house sorting absolutely does matter. My name is Rachel. And I'm her best friend and co-host, Lauren. Every other week, we're going to invade a fandom and determine whether your favorite character belongs in Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, or Slytherin. There's bound to be some arguments along the way. But in the end, we're always right. Well, according to us. According to us. Welcome, welcome back to the end of summer and the beginning of school season. As a teacher, I can tell you I'm thrilled, but I'm sure many of you are not. Hopefully we can turn that around with this episode, our back to school episode featuring Legally Blonde. Hi, Lauren. Legally Blonde. Hi. That was from the musical. We're going to Harvard. Road trip. Like it's hard. Oh, you got the wrong one. Girls. Oh, girl. Girls. I was trying to tell Lauren. Girls. I don't know it. Girls. I'm going to Harvard. <gasps> Can we all go? Road trip. <laughs> now, I remember now that you Like on vacation? I hate. I always hated her little brunette friend. I have Why? to tell you. The cheerleader? I don't know. Like her girl? I don't know. I didn't like her. I liked the other one, the bubbly the one. one. Yeah, she yeah. was funny. Yeah. You want to borrow my lucky scrunchie? <laughs> She's yeah, so because I got an A in Spanish. You got an A in Spanish because you gave Mr. Vasquez a lap dance. Yeah, luckily. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so good, man. I, so I was telling Lauren before, I hadn't actually watched this movie, I want to say, since like the mid-2000s. So Crazy to me. I sat down to watch it in preparation for this episode, and my husband was walking around upstairs and he just like starts quoting it from the hallway too because he knows all the lines. Just comes in, sits on the bed, watches the whole thing with me. Uh, it was great. You can't not be enchanted. Did he by sort? Blonde. Did you ask yeah. him to? He did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd be interested. We haven't had George sorting in a while. <laughs> well, he agreed with me on L, and he also wants Warner explained. So your thoughts on Warner? Oh, okay. I'd love to hear. All right. Yeah. Wow, you're you're exposing the fact that we talked about this beforehand. I tried not. Well, to. It would be a little we, weird if we no, didn't well, talk about I it a little. I told you, and you hadn't told me, and I was like, okay, cool. So we can just not tell each other before that. And Rachel's like, this is who I think everybody is. Like, God damn it! <laughs> I don't like the secrecy. It makes me nervous. It makes my palms sweat. I like Wait, to uh, go in knowing. Well, because okay, fun fact. Today we had. I had anticipated this huge argument. <laughs> There's a character coming up that we're going to sort like much later. And I was telling Lauren, like, I know what house he's in, but I kn- I have this gut feeling that you're going to put him somewhere else. And I thought this was going to escalate into a huge argument. Turns out she has him in the same house. So I can kind of see why you thought that, Ooh. though, because um, because when we were talking in the Slytherin episode, when we were talking about um, Kang... We were both uh-huh. like, I know what house he is. And we were both like saying right. it. And then afterwards, we were like, oh, we were not saying the same house. Yeah. <laughs> it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. But typically, we agree. If yeah. you're a longtime listener, you know. I think we've only disagreed once. And we will revisit it. I was right. <laughs> sure. But how can we revisit this? I still There's don't no more think content. you're right. There's no I more still... content. Because we're doing a rewatch of the show okay. that contains this character. Okay. And we'll get back to it once I get through those episodes. Okay. I'll come back more prepared this time Mm -hmm. to beat your ass. Mm -hmm. Anyway, (laughs) fortunately today I think we are mostly in agreement. And it's exciting because Elle Woods, okay. By mostly in agreement, she means that like neither one of us are like really solid either way. (laughs) So we're ready to like. Sure. 
I'm foldable on this one. Like I'm willing to, I'm willing to bend. There are characters I won't. I just won't. Uh, but in this movie, yeah, like I can see them going a couple ways. Yeah, I do see Elle where I see her though. So I want to hear your. I really am looking forward to your thoughts. This is something, guys. Usually we don't have the big. We try not to have the big chats beforehand. We like to hash it out on the show. It does happen where. Sometimes we're like paragraphs in and we're like, oh, shit, we should save that for the episode. Mm -hmm. But we actually did this time. It's because Rachel ditched me in one on vacation, so I couldn't have talked to her if I wanted to. (laughs) It was my birthday month. Yeah. Your birthday episode. I'm old. (laughs) Clueless. Oh, so good. The other day, George was telling me sometimes he gets on Discord. George is my husband. Sometimes he gets on (laughs) Discord with his little uh, little nerd friend. And they just read scripts to each other for movies. Why? Like they do Austin Powers and all the Marvel movies. And they just do that. Why? So I don't know. Do they record them? I don't know. He did The Dark Knight for me the other day. No, just for fun. This is They guys. read them out loud to each other? Yeah. Yeah. So he was just going <laughs> off uh, doing the fucking Dark Knight one. And I just jumped in with Clueless. I was like, so, oh my God. So I know you're probably thinking it's an Oxima commercial. He's like, oh my God. But you don't get to cringe at me. After coming at me with the Joker from The Dark Knight, which is a great I, performance. I'm reeling that. However, <laughs> groups of men sit around on their computer and read script lines to each other. And they just like die a laughing. They, it's exactly <laughs> that. They're like theater kids. They're playing like Overwatch or League of Legends, and just uh, I'll just hear like, turn to page 304. <laughs> I'm like, again, you guys, you have nothing better to do. They love it. They love it. Yeah, they're having fun. What can I say? Well, I prefer to have intellectual conversations mm-hmm. about the science yeah, of sorting. This made-up thing that we've done. <laughs> it's all Where good. everybody now, if- refuses to argue with us. Nobody has come to argue with us. I cannot tell you how disappointed I am. <laughs> it's because we're so good at what we do. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I would like to hear more from people who Me disagree. Me too, except I realize that when I really care about it, I get mad. So I don't Same. know. It happened. I think we talked about it with we uh, did, other with friends the, the podcast. With the, with the, the nerds, nerds are typing. typing. Yeah, we did talk about it. But we had comments I, but come. I've been taken aback by the people I didn't think I care about who I do. Really? Yes. I should not be this invested in Steve Rogers' house, and I get <laughs> very mad. I don't care about him as a person, but I get really mad. <laughs> the Marvel ones took you by surprise. Well, huh? see, I mean, if somebody was like Tony's a Ravenclaw, I'd be like, mm, he's not, but I don't think I would get, like, incensed about it. I get, like... I would. Yeah, but I get furious about Steve. I'm like, what? <laughs> I just, like, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what more I can say to you. <laughs> like, I don't know if there's any that are took me by surprise i mean the supernatural ones i'm pretty scary over i get real upset yeah, but luckily but... everybody else is basically in the same yeah or they've written us off like <laughs> they're just leave like, them alone i didn't <laughs> follow those assholes a long time ago yeah oh i'm trying to think now if i really oh i would not have liked if someone told me veronica mars was something other than oh yeah but nobody's ever tried to do that so i've never no, but i would have been that. and logan anything other than a gryffindor i would have been like are you fucking what <laughs> But thankfully, yeah. Oh, somebody yeah, somebody recently was, I was having a conversation with somebody who I was mm-hmm. like, 
oh yeah, and Edward Collins a Gryffindor, and she's like, no, he's not. And I was like, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait uh-huh. a minute, what is this feeling in my chest? I was like, what do you I think she care. is? And she was like a Slytherin, and I went, excuse me. Yikes! He'd be the worst Slytherin <laughs> ever. He'd flunk right out of school. Are you kidding Get me? Get kicked from the house. <laughs> Oh man, no, he's a. He'd be fucking laying in a snowbank in Alaska, like under five feet of snow. <laughs> Dude, again, tan- tangent of a husband story, but he, George, puts Twilight on because it does something to my weird teenage soul from 2008 when Twilight comes on. I'll be like, oh, you have my full attention. And Netflix has them all now. So he randomly put on New Moon the other day, which I was pissed about because it's the Jacob movie. But he puts it on at the part where, like, they're sitting in class. Mm-hmm. And the teacher's like, Mr. Cullen, are you listening? And, <laughs> and Edward just Romeo looks at him with a smirk, yeah. recites the whole yeah. part from Romeo and Juliet. Like, you dramatic little bitch. <laughs> Unbelievable, Gryffindor. Get out of here. Well, today is not about Edward no, Cullen. No, it's not about Sometimes that it were. I do love him. That's okay. It's about Woods. We're fun. Woods. She <laughs> it, would, yeah. She would be gracious but disappointed that we have chosen to spend her time talking about other people. I know she deserves. Me. Yeah, I would like to only spend a little time on Warner, but such an interesting <laughs> character. Like I fucking hate him. Really, I think he. You think he's interesting? I think he's interesting. Like to be that Rick. callous towards other people and like be extremely unbothered by it is interesting. He's not a sociopath. I, you wanna st- but... Do you want to? Do you want to start with Warner? Because now I'm fired up. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, I don't think that Warner is unconcerned with the feelings of other people. I think he's not concerned with the feelings of Elle because he thinks Elle is stupid. He just thinks she's dumb. Oh, yeah. So he's I, like, eh, she'll bounce back. She's a Barbie dumbass. It was my vibe from him. Because I think he cares about Vivian's feelings. Uh-uh. You don't think no. so? He doesn't want her to like think he's still into Elle. He absolutely, like, he's very worried with other people's opinions of him. He absolutely flirts with Elle in front of her several times. And, I guess it's that. And Vivian's professor, what's his name, uh, mm-hmm. is barking orders at her to go get him coffee or taco sauce. Yeah. And Warner's like, yeah, go do it. Like, he does not. So maybe he's just a misogynist, though. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I would say that is a big part of his character. But. Well, I will say yeah, I mean, he's callous. Like, that's and for also, sure. Like, I always thought it was super interesting that he like does not suck up to Emmett. Like, I feel like Emmett would have been an easy, easy like target yeah and he doesn't i think so I, warner thinks his work speaks for him well but that's also what i'm saying like, he does not he like doesn't consider others which like rules out slytherin right away like he just does not factor them into his planning <laughs> like he doesn't right even the people well you know it's interesting because we don't get to see him with people he cares about he doesn't care about any of those yeah people. well that's true he didn't care about anybody <laughs> so I'm within the movie right so we do have to go off of what we what we get and I do think he's very concerned with his image yes like, yeah with, with what his family yeah my, my brother married a Vanderbilt for Christ's sakes like yeah his which can be very Slytherin mm, they're concerned about how you look to other people he no but he doesn't he's again it's not like you said it already he's sure of how he looks already he just wants to like live up Keep to his it family up. or whatever but he's not concerned yeah. about what other, like, he's like, I want to be a senator, so I need a Jackie and not a Marilyn. Like, he, I'm right. telling you, he, I guess I'll do it. He is a Ravenclaw, and he's following right. a system. This is how I fit in to the rich lawyer, you know, pol- 
politician. Like, this is what I need to do in order to do those things. And it literally, like, he breaks up with Elle, immediately goes home, immediately gets engaged to his prep school girlfriend, starts calling her Pooh Bear, uh, is like, (laughs) he goes to Harvard, his dad gets him into Harvard, he didn't even make it in, his dad had to make a call. Like that is he, true. He's just he's going through like the motions. Like he he literally he does not. He's following a system and a truth. He's like, I want to be a senator. So, but so he's literally he's following. He's literally <laughs> like, there's not much to him, which is so. And I mean, like Rachel already said, we don't see a ton of him. It would be really interesting to see his interactions with his family, like what the dynam- that dynamic is. And I can't believe that I actually genuinely want to see that. But I do. I would like to see. Well, we like to analyze yeah. characters. Me well, too. Like, I'd sucks, like to know more But too. I would love to see that dynamic with his family. Like, what is that? Yeah. Since he obviously wants to fit into that mold that he thinks they want. But just, I just want to be careful about the phrasing of saying, callous and doesn't care about other people's feelings just because friends of the same house may feel like hey i care about other people's feelings and i'm not callous you know well i'm talking about warner not ravenclaws in general ah you're right (laughs) (laughs) i'll i'll give you that yeah i'm i'm a little wary about it just because we do have a couple ravenclaw friends so you only care about the ravenclaws we know not the ones we don't know yeah. I don't know why you're out here batting for Ravenclaws when every other week you're like, Hufflepuffs are so weird and how they just hate everybody. They are weird. <laughs> they are Maybe weird. Maybe our Hufflepuff like, Ravenclaws, you expect are the weirdness. a little offended by the fact that you think they can just switch off the liking people in their brain. Our Hufflepuff friends agree with me. <laughs> well, have you talked to the Ravenclaws? Our Ravenclaw <laughs> friends are the ones who are like, mm, disagree. Okay, so, so you're scared of them is what your problem is. I am a little... I am a little bit, a little intimidated by Ravenclaws. I gotta tell you, I would love to be a Ravenclaw. <laughs> Beautiful brains, except for Warner, who I don't love or respect or fear. Okay, so I don't see how that's any different than me saying Warner is callous. And you're like, not all Ravenclaws. Like, calm down, okay, Rachel. Okay, I was just being calm the opposite, down. which is my house and worrying oh about God. what other people are going to oh say. God. I don't want to hurt anyone. Meanwhile... Experience. All the hype is out there, like, every Slytherin's a bad person. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, but we speak against that pretty frequently. I feel like we have spoken against any Ravenclaw. I am deeply... Have we? I don't know. I don't know. We haven't had We don't actually have I mean, every other Ravenclaw that we've had has been super cool. So this is the first shitty one. Um, Mm, That's true. That is true. Yeah. He's a trash bag. I, I don't under I don't think I do think a Slytherin could treat someone like that though the way he treated Elle if you deem them stupid enough if he enough, was using I can her for whatever reason but I don't even know if he was really using her he was just like this is something to do probably for sex well but I don't but like I don't he wasn't using her to like get anywhere he was just like this sure. is an interlude in my undergrad experience hot girl yeah and then you know and like he didn't. That's the thing, too. I don't know that he wouldn't have. I feel like he would have married Elle if he could have made it work. He just couldn't. So he, like, just dropped her. So it was, like, she that would, easy she, for yeah, him. Yeah, he would have had, like, a housewife on his yeah. own. Yeah. He doesn't make um, great social connections at all. You can tell he doesn't care about them. Nope. Which is pretty Ravenclaw. I grew up, Listen, I grew up across himself. the street from Aaron Spelling, Warner. You are far from trailer <laughs> trash. And she has a great point. She's loaded. She's gorgeous. She's in a prestigious school. She's everything, but it's still just not enough for Warner. 
and Warner's family. Ugh. And I I will say, I see, like, in some Ravenclaws, I know a, a little bit of that, like, not caring, really, what other people think so much, like, in their personal relationships. They'll just kind of be like, okay, well, this is me. These are my <laughs> unpopular opinions. This is how I feel. And um, if it doesn't make sense to you, mm-hmm. oh, well. I'm sorry it doesn't make sense to you. And but. I mean, and also you were like painting this as a bad thing, but in a person that's not Warner, I wouldn't call it callous, but Ravenclaws do having, have, I wish I had this ability, have an amazing ability when they're not connected to somebody or don't care about somebody. It's so easy for them to walk away. We talk about this yeah. with Britta and she's going to yeah. be the first person to li- like, she's connected to the group and she's still going to be the first person yeah. that's like, see ya. Or Charlie, he'd a big, be like, get out of my bar. Like, yeah. I can run it on my own. Well, absolutely. A, a big mark of the Ravenclaw for me is, like, can you walk away from people and be okay? Indep- like, really okay independently. They're the people that'll get on the plane, go to Costa Rica, start a new life over there, explore their passions, be totally fine with it. Like, the other houses would be crying about their families and their significant others. Ravenclaws are out there chilling like, with the margarita. Like that Ravenclaws don't love people. They do. And they forge connections right. with people. And they'll, pro- like, a lot of them will probably go back eventually or will feel something it's just that the like the system I think they have to explore it's like what they so, want this first. yeah the system and their truth overrides everything else they're like i'm gonna do yeah. this first and it's ultimately for them it's what they're following so they're like yeah you need to let me find myself and give me my space and i'll come back when it's good for me <laughs> like and you're like all right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something people think of slytherin's yeah, yeah, and like I, I was just that thinking that. Do that's that. why I was pausing because I was like, wow, like, you know, we call Gryffindor and Hufflepuff the emotional house and Ravenclaw and Slytherin the intellectual house. And if you were, like, following that line, you'd be like, oh, Gryffindor and Hufflepuff are like the I need people house and Ravenclaw and Slytherin, and Slytherin are like, the, like, yeah, I could do without them. And, like, Slytherins love to say that. And we are, like, majorly... But when people get under our skin, that's not the case at all. Like I, yeah, I we're worse than Gryffindors. I think almost in the sense of when somebody gets under our skin, because you guys get to a point of possession. Yeah, of like, oh, like of like owning, and you don't like seeing people with your person or like it, if it gets you, like, that don't, intense. You don't like not being around the person. Like yeah, yeah. Southern's a very needy house. They're yeah. just really good about hiding it. Like because it's only crazy a couple good at people. it. We're not out there like everybody needs to like me and you need to validate me (laughs) and i would say that ravenclaws have that in common too though ravenclaws have people that they care about and if you get under their skin it's the same way as a slytherin like it's hard for them to shake you imagine like a ravenclaw with a child or a ravenclaw with like a long marriage or something they're they're with their people here's here's the thing like i almost feel like it's a connection on the it's like the other person calling the ravenclaw back you know they're like, hey, you know, I'm still here, and I'm still, I really care about you. And the and the Ravenclaw like, oh yeah, like, well, like I know that, but like, oh, you've reminded me to come I out wonder, of my head. I wonder if Ravenclaws are often like surprised by what they feel in situations like that. Like if if the person's calling them back or not, if they feel like pulled emotionally towards someone, if they're like, huh, what's this? This is weird. <laughs> I'll have to ask some of them how they feel about that. Like, is it strange for you when you make a deep emotional? <laughs> And you feel I don't like my chest. husband's a Ravenclaw. He can literally he'll he'll be in his like workspace in the basement for hours and hours and hours. I won't hear from him. Won't see him. He's tinkering. I hear hammering. I hear buzz saws. I hear whatever. And then he'll come up like at 10 o'clock and go, where have you been all day? Like, 
I guess. I, oh, I miss hanging out with you today. Yeah. You were no, gone. I guess, I guess that's the thing I think about Ravenclaws. Like, Slytherins and Hufflepuffs and Gryffindors, those, the people are always kind of there in their head. And, I, and, and out of all of them, I think, I think Slytherins maybe can focus the most on themselves past other people, but other yeah. people are still there in their heads. Like, if I went to Jamaica for a bit, I'd start being like, I miss this one person that I care about or whatever. Sure. But I think Ravenclaws... <laughs> I think I think they have this super unique ability to be like again it's like following the system following the truth and they focus on that and they like do it for themselves and it's like you know it's like a wanderer and like you know like I don't yeah. know like traveling it the is world a and doing the you know discovering all the new things or whatever and like they need the people to call them back or they're totally content I like think- there there's uh, here's the thing too I think there's so, they're like they're like confident in the fact that they don't need to be around people for people to be thinking yeah. about them. So it's that it's people actually reaching out and saying, Hey, I'd love to see you where they're like snapped out. And they're like, Oh, I, I like, that wasn't yeah. something that I realized. <laughs> and now I'll come I agree. back. Yeah. And I think, I don't want to make too bold a statement, but like saying Ravenclaws are the best parents. <laughs> I will say Ravenclaws make really, really fantastic parents. And I think a lot of it has to do with, Raising a child is one of the greatest discoveries of life. And you get to literally wow. have your hand in all of it. It's like the greatest so experiment of all. They're an experiment. I'm calling them an experiment. So okay, cheesy. that's cheesy. This is also, I guess, like when people become your truth. Those mm. Ravenclaws become a bit different too, right? Or like when family is your system. I don't think we've yeah. had one of those yet. Those are going to be weird. No. Anyway, back to Warner. Who's <laughs> weird ones. Yeah, well, they're going to be like they're going to be they're going to be so different than their than the majority of their their houses. That's true. Yeah. Well, listen, we're in the pursuit of bag. like knowledge and well, none of the ones we've done or know are extremely like one another. I mean, they're no, all they're very, very different, different people. But they, not, uh, very none of different. The ones that I can think of yet have like been entrenched in Family as a system. Yeah, and like other people. No, I don't, I don't know if we will find mm, one. Actually, I might have just thought of one. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. You'll have to tell me later. But either way, I've been convinced on Ravenclaw Warner. I can see it now. Oh, we don't have to talk about him anymore? I, oh, please. <laughs> let's move on. We barely I like talked everybody about else. With. We went off on a tangent. Well, because, because I really wanted to hear it. Ravenclaws. <laughs> I really I, hate Warner. Oh sorry, God. I hate Warner too. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I hate Raven or you hate Ravenclaws. How dare you no. accuse me of that? No, but Warner is a real trash. I bag will. Of character. I I will be. I will be insanely open to any anybody of anyone. Ravenclaw is the house that I'm gonna fight with the most, but I love it. Like you're gonna frustrate the hell out of me, but I love. I love. I love because they won't move. Yeah, move. <laughs> Nah, they won't move. <laughs> I love it. They will yeah, not budge. I will budge. tell you that I've been in an Android Apple fight with George for the past like six years, where he just makes stupid comments about Apple, yeah, and I'm Lauren, not even I'm not it? even invested, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. I don't like Android that much, and then all of a sudden George is like, actually, Apple is better after like six years. But will he admit anything to me? No, he will not. He no, not say a word. No, to me. he and he won't say he won't say it's better. He will say though that he'll buy an iPhone to play with it and to see uh-huh. how he feels about it now though. Has to experiment with back, it. Whatever. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he won't budge. You got to go around him. Listen, it's in, there's an art form to dealing with these people. Wow. Okay? It's there's an art to it. I've mastered it in my marriage. 
<laughs> They're fucking crazy. I love them. Okay. Seth Warner. Next on the docket. Shall we save L for last? Save the best for last? Or would you like to dive into Gotta, it? I'm following your lead. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I'm going to save it for last. Okay. So let's do Vivian. Okay. Now, I told you what I think of Vivian. You did. Do you agree? No. All right. I had Vivian for Gryffindor. Uh-huh. Why? Because uh, she so badly wants to prove herself as being worthy of being there, proving herself as intelligent. And she is so threatened by Elle's presence, even though she won. Mm -hmm. She has to keep flaunting it and putting it in her Mm -hmm. face. And that insecurity, Mm -hmm. like to the point of even with the miscommunication where she's being hit on by the professor. Mm -hmm. And and Vivian doesn't doesn't, like wait to see the second after where Elle turns him down. She immediately is like, whore. And (laughs) that overreaction screamed Gryffindor to me. So for me, it was the insecurities the overreacting and also how badly she did just like want to be friends with Elle at one point Mm -hmm. when she realized that Warner was trash Mm -hmm. and she immediately like switched sides Mm -hmm. and felt so bad about ever having a bad word to say about Mm -hmm. her. I feel like it's pretty Griffin. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like basically all those reasons are why I have her in Hufflepuff. um, I saw Vivian's community as like the upper crust lawyer community. And she was trying to fit into that. Why did she? Warner came back from grads or whatever, undergrad, after dating another girl for four years. They hadn't dated since prep school. He proposed to her, I guess, immediately after this four-year interlude. And she says yes right away. Uh, I don't know how helpful Puff that is. Are you kidding me to fit into that group? She wants a space Mm. in this upper class lawyer you know, she's throwing a party and she's like, bring the Merlot and we're going to wear pearls and it's going to be like a Harvard party. She immediately says yes to Warner, who is from a good family. She is defending Warner against L, and she's doing it in a fairly misogynistic way. Like she. You think she defends him? No, I think she, she just flaunts well, herself. She, well, she is. She's immediately protecting Warner from Elle. She immediately expects Elle to come after Warner in a, like, promiscuous way. She's, like, waiting for that to happen. Obviously, Warner has said things to her that have influenced what she thinks of Elle or whatever, but Mm -hmm. she believes Warner, and she is immediately, uh, you know, not nice to Elle before Elle even knows who she is, so she's mean to her off the bat. She's, like, putting her ring finger right in Elle's face the first time that they meet or whatever. She's like, she's protecting that. And she's also, I think, doing the thing that Hufflepuffs do where they're like, you're not a, you're not a person. She's already decided this about Other- Elle. So it's easy to come in and do that and be that way to her. Because I don't think Vivian is that type of person normally to other women. Like you said, at the end, she's pretty, she's pretty like. Comes she, a girl's well, girl. And she comes to Elle. Like, do you see the way the professor is asking us to always get him fucking coffee? Yep. And like, why? why She wanted to yeah, bond with did. her. Yeah, she did. She was coming. She After she realized that Elle wasn't after Warner anymore. And I think she was also starting to get the idea that Warner wasn't great. So, I mean, and I saw she's just she's just trying to cultivate this image of being part of this specific group. Like, that's what she wants. That's why she's going to marry Warner out of nowhere. Like, how, how much had they talked since they broke up in prep school? And, like, why did they break yeah. up? And, like, so she, that's why she wants to marry Warner out of nowhere. And she's throwing these parties. And she's, 
you know, she's being mean to Elle and then Elle fights back one time and she's like, oh, she's awful. And her friend's like, don't worry, honey, you got the <laughs> ring. And like, that's what matters is that she has that symbol. It doesn't like it doesn't even matter that Warner's in the other room, maybe talking to Elle. You've got the ring. Yeah. Um, And then when she sees Elle uh, and Professor, I think it's Professor Hall, right? I don't freaking remember his name. I think Mr. Hall's clueless. Is it? Oh, it's clueless. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> What's his name? Um, anyway, uh, when she, I think when she sees him hitting Hunter and she doesn't stay to look back, I think she's kind of, I think what happened is, this is how I was thinking of Vivian earlier. She's not a person that switches her community. She's not a cast who goes from, I want to be part of heaven. Do I want to be uh, with humanity or whatever? She's more like a okay. four. She's like, she's like <laughs> switching how she looks at her role in the community. So she's not switching the community. She's switching how it can be looked at. So she thought to be this fancy lawyer lady, she should marry a guy who's the same status and she should go to Harvard and have these fancy parties and she's got the internship or whatever. And then here Elle comes who is like, fuck Warner, fuck wearing <laughs> these black and the pearls and the whatever, like fuck all this or whatever. And I'm blonde and it doesn't matter. This I can be a really, really great lawyer this way and being true to myself. And I think Vivian saw that and was that's when she started to try to bond with Elle where she was like, I can fit into this group in a way that is true to myself without having to do all this other shit that is like being misogynistic towards Elle and being nasty to her and all that stuff. And then when she sees Elle doing that, I think she feels a little betrayed because she doesn't stay to stick around. She should have or she would have she should have asked Elle about it. But I think she had she had started to get this idea that you could be somebody powerful being who you are and then it's like it looks like Elle sleeping with him. So she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you mean Professor Callahan. Yeah, Professor Callahan, there you go. There Thank you is. for listening to me, but not listening to me. But um, <laughs> no, I she did. I just the image popped my head. <laughs> no, no, no. I was listening, and the scene popped in. But my I think head. I Continue. think she's like slightly betrayed by the fact that maybe she can't do what she wants to do the way Elle is doing it, and that she's like, I do have to marry this dick bad Warner, and I do. I I think, I think you've got me as far as the wanting to belong somewhere, right? Because that does seem to be the core motivation. I just feel like so many of her problems come from. I guess, yes, wanting to belong to the community, but I just think she's a deeply insecure person. I really do. She don't have to be insecure um, to be a Gryffindor. <laughs> or all insecure. Be, but when that insecurity motivates every goddamn thing you do. But it's insecurity it's, in belonging. It's not insecurity. Right. There's the belonging Yeah, factor. it's not. Because insecurity in Yeah, she's herself. mad about Callahan yeah. making her get the coffee. She's so happy when they call on her for a question she can answer correctly. I think... I think she's kind of an Annie Edison Hufflepuff, huh? I guess a little. I mean, like, and the first bit of... No, it's a lot, I, Well, girl. I mean, and the first <laughs> the first bit of gossip she shares is that Warner doesn't even get into the college on his own, that he had to make a call. She's, like, yeah. sharing with Elle, like, we both made it in on our own. Like, Warner had to get That's somebody... That's very revealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a li- another little Annie Thor <laughs> and in a college preppy girl. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I didn't think of her. I I think I may be blinded by my youth viewing <laughs> of Vivian, where I went from really hating yeah. her and being like this insecure biatch to like really liking her at the end and going, oh, so sweet. Like, she's a good friend. And oh, yay. Um, yeah, I didn't think about her needing to belong somewhere. And like, because I didn't think she, I, I didn't think she cared about belonging to Warner. No. Because obviously she really no. doesn't. So I, I think put she, Hufflepuff she, I to the think side. I trying to be a woman in lawyer world, you know? Yeah, she And, and is. she was like, and the best way that I can do, grab that kind of power is, I guess, to be the wife 
to a man in a lawyer world and then right. build off of that from there. And that's how I should build that image. I was just thinking, too, though, the reason that she goes to Elle is because Elle won't give it the alibi. And Warner's like, hey, if you give up the alibi, um, you know, Professor Calvin will probably make you a partner. And, like, who cares about this chick? Mm. Just do it. Like, it doesn't even matter. And Vivian's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and, then she goes, <laughs> and then she goes to Elle about it. So I really think it's, like, the turning point is, like, her disgust in the way that she's chosen to be a part of the group. And she's like, Elle is doing it another way, and I want to do it that way. Yeah. 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 Okay. You you turned Woo-hoo! me. I, I agree. did feel slightly I, strongly about Vivian. I did not see her anywhere else. Okay. So. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't feel too strongly about her. <laughs> so, so it's fine. I just, I don't know. I certainly couldn't put her in a logic house. I knew she had to be the only <laughs> one because I don't see a Ravenclaw or a Slytherin wasting their time that way. Like flashing the ring, I I don't see Maybe it. Maybe a Slytherin <laughs> from could those have. houses. But she would have. She would have to be pushed was, really no, far. Well, I was first. also going to say she would have had to end up in a different place. Like if Vivian ended up like with this huge position and she had somehow orchestrated it so that she got this like position at a law firm and like dumped Warren. Mm. Like, but it didn't. She just she just ended up. I think the flashcards are like she gets a job after school and it's a good job and she and Elle remain friends or whatever. Yeah. So it's like Hufflepuff to me. I think I think it could have been a Slytherin if it was like it turned out like you know. Vivian used Warner to, you know, get yeah. through Harvard. And, you know, she was just sure. she was just being a dick to Al because I, like, I just possessive. That's what you do when you have plans going on. But I know, but I don't think a Slytherin would show their cards that much of how deeply like insecure she was coming off. She was coming off very insecure with the ring and the flashing and making her dress up as a bunny and all this like really petty shit she did. I think Slytherins are a little more underhanded. I will give you that, but it like, th- like I said, it, it would depend on how it ended, and like if you when you yeah. end and then you go back and you're like, how calculated was all this shit? And none of Vivian's was calculated. <laughs> it was like no, all very feeling centric. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we've got a Ravenclaw and a Hufflepuff. Interesting. Ooh, hey! Warren, another couple. Yeah. Whoa, we've been looking I for mean, you they guys. A good romantic <laughs> pairing, obviously. But no. They were would have been a marriage of convenience. They were, yeah, they were almost a little toxic. Like a Warner should not have been letting Vivian act that way towards Elle. No, and he doesn't even. No, care. he does. And then he's Elle's like, "Remember when we spent four hours in a hot tub after senior prom?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Vivian should have been like, "Okay, let's not. Why are you doing this now? We're engaged. This is yeah. Great. Neither one of them. No, I don't think they really cared about each no. other. Hufflepuff Ravenclaw." Ugh, what a duo. <laughs> yeah, look how toxic it can get. It can get really crazy up in there. It's not, it's not to say that they're... Well, why not? R- fucking Gryffindors and Slytherins can get crazy oh, toxic, you know, yeah, too. Like, but we don't see a lot of these, so let's just be careful. Dash and Lily was beautiful. It was weirdly were. beautiful. I don't understand how they were. I still cannot understand how those two specific... Ravenclaw, yeah. Hufflepuff types were. Together. I think we said that a yeah. lot in our episode. We, we were too. so like, baffled. I don't get it. <laughs> we were so baffled. But it did work. Yeah. It's a nice, nice coupling. I, we don't have any. Mm, no, we do have a Hufflepuff Slytherin couple. I just don't like them <laughs> together. Oh, Jacob and Bella. No, okay. <laughs> Jeff and Jeff oh, and Annie. Okay. We have no um, Ravenclaw Gryffindor couples. None. Zero. <laughs> so far. You're right. Where are That's you guys? we have like no Ravenclaws. I you know. know. <laughs> so. 
I'm just thinking of Charlie and Dean, which is an amazing. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. Have had if they, right. they did have sex once, and it was they do weird, have a thing. and it was toxic sex. But like, yeah. When they were playing oh, the fucking chaos. RPG game. Oh my god. Dean, why did They're you have so sex good. with Charlie? He's a trash man. It's, like, it's the king. <laughs> okay. Thank God we have one Ravenclaw Gryffindor. But I'm looking forward to finding more because that is my actual relationship in real life. And I'm like, where are all the people that represent us? Okay. Charlie and D. It's always Who aren't even really a romantic Let's... parent at all, but no. <laughs> I'll I'll stay on the lookout. Okay. Vivian Sorted and Mr. Emmett. Emmett! Who, oh my God, I sometimes I just like look at him in that role and I just can't believe he's Owen Wilson's brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It can't, completely throws I me up. I can't believe that the internet just discovered Owen Wilson. I'm like disgusted. Where did I all know. these people come from? Where were I know. you? I was like, what? He's been in like every comedy. He was one, Everything. He was one of the seven. The Steve Carell. Yeah. He, yeah. He yeah, was one of the seven. he was huge. Yeah. First of all, fucking watch Zoolander. <laughs> Where have you been? Oh, Hansel, family, uh, meet the family. He's Kevin. Wedding yeah, crashes. Wedding crashes is a huge one. <laughs> wedding crashes. Night at the museum. He makes out with Mandy Moore. Or I'm sorry, Rachel McAdams. Not Mandy Moore. Yeah, they're like the same. That's when a they're great both movie. Met, they're like the same it's, person. <laughs> it's the same vibe as like people not knowing who Vince Vaughn is. I'd I'd be like, what? <laughs> How do you not know who these people are? Um, but. Yeah, Emmett is a really nice, solid character. Mm-hmm. I really, he's very he calming. Really he soothes yep. me as I watch yep. him. I really, yep. like, would and love an Emmett like, in my life. You can tell they clearly wrote him to, like, be unobtrusive. They were like, we want to yeah. give Elle someone nice, but this story isn't about Elle and Emmett. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, like, really. I really like mm-hmm. that. It is nice. I mean, when when she sits and talks to him on the bench, mm-hmm. she's just like so worked up and her ponytail's flopping everywhere yeah. and he's like, uh, what's up? <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> what do you need? He made me cry once, but I waited till I got back to my dorm. Like, you know? <laughs> now, he's not big and beefy and dumb, so I can't call him a himbo, but he gives me like little vibes of that, like a little like, bit, I, a tad. You know he said that and I mean, it was like a little bit of a George of the Jungle. Like, you know, you just see him yes. sitting there. And, he yeah, is. Brendan Fraser a little bit. <laughs> like, Oh, man. Yeah, he is, though. He's just, he's a very, very nice character. I I, I don't know. It, it wasn't one where, like, I think it's like, as you say, they want him to be unobtrusive because you don't sit there going, I hope they make out. No. And, like, I hope they get together. But you're like, that would be so no, nice and, like, if they the did. Way, what a pleasant couple. Way, like, he sits next to her on the bench and she's like, are they always just so mean to you? And she's like venting about the professors. And he gives her some really good advice. And then Warner yeah. shows up and she's immediately like, bye, it was so nice to meet you. And you can tell he's like, oh, bye. like, yeah, you know, like whatever. This yeah. guy's got her, whatever. But then the next couple of times you see him, he's it's when she like does her little mad girl. Like she's in the bunny suit and she's like, I'm going to yeah. be serious. And she's buying the laptop and he's standing behind her in the store. In her bunny yeah, outfit. And he's like, okay. And she's like, don't say a word. And he's like, I wasn't gonna. Like, he's just standing. Yeah. And, then, um, and then when she turns in her, res- her resume to Professor Callahan, and uh, Professor Callahan, like, hands it over so to him. Funny. And he's like, what's this? He's like, her resume. He's like, what's that smell? He's like, it's scented. He's like, it smells nice. Like, you know, he's just like, totally <laughs> just he's, like, he's like, okay. And then, like, and it's so, it's so funny, too, because it's not till the end of the movie you really learn who he is. 
Like, they go into the mm-hmm. case, and he's like, this is Emmett. You've probably seen him wandering around campus. He's one of my legal yeah. aides or whatever. And I was like, oh. Like, she didn't even know. She's like, hi. And, like, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, it's just so sweet. And, like, he, I love their conversation in the car when they're on the way to the spa. This is where I got what I think Ella is because I was between the two. But, um, you know, she's talking about, they're talking about, you know, uh, they don't want to give up. She doesn't want to give up the alibi. And he's like, why not? And she's yeah. telling him he's really, like, respectful of it, even though he's like, well, you, this is kind of the stuff you have to do. But then they also have a conversation where um, they're going to see the um, the ex-wife of the guy who got shot. So uh, she's at a spa. Yeah. And uh, else, else, somehow they get on the topic that she's, uh, Elle's like her icky brown hair. And uh, Emma's like, you know, you why are you discriminating against her? She's like, why shouldn't I? I get discriminated against for being blonde. And, like, they're talking about that sort uh-huh. of thing. And, um, and she calls him a butthead. And he's like, butthead? He's <laughs> like, I haven't been called a butthead since the third grade. <laughs> like, he's just rolling. He's just a really solid, yeah. nice guy. <laughs> like, I know. He's, like, talking to her and, like, letting her do her thing. And, you know. And he, he so obviously admires her yeah, from the very beginning. He's so intrigued by her. We haven't talked about Legally Blonde 2 at all. We probably won't. Like, Vivian and Warner aren't in that one. But Emma is a little bit. And, like, she goes that the plot of that one is totally jumping the shark. But she goes to D.C. to, um, <laughs> to pass a, a law um, to stop Pet animal laws. testing. Uh, makeup on animal testing or whatever. And she's about to get married to Emmett. So she's planning her wedding. And Emmett, like, lets her go down to D.C. He's teaching up in Boston. He just, like, lets her go to D.C., lets her do her thing, uh, is not bothered. They were supposed to get married at Fenway Park. And, like, that doesn't end up happening because she's stuck in D.C. And he's yeah. totally unbothered by it or whatever. He's just, like, rolling with whatever his wife wants to do. Like, the end of the movie. Always rolls. He's like, so what do you want to do? He's like, you want to live in D.C.? You want to live in Boston? Like, where do you want to go next? And, you know, she, like, Aww. looks at the White House and is like, I think I know. And, like, winks and that's the end of the movie or whatever. But, like, oh, the, Lord. But, like Emmett <laughs> is just like, he's a fucking professor at Harvard. And he's like, where do you want to go, sweetie? Yeah. Where do you want to live? Like, okay, man. You're yeah. just going to give up your tenure or whatever? Yeah. He'll just roll with it. So, for me... I could not. Obviously, let's knock Ravenclaw out. I can't <laughs> um, <laughs> and, not uh, either. No, no, I can't see Slytherin either. So I put him right in Hufflepuff. I don't know about everybody else. Everybody else. <laughs> everybody, everybody else, else. here. The thing is so hard about it. This is what you've all been waiting for for us to sort Emmett. Um, I don't know. He was kind of a little difficult for me. It would be between. Was it he? It would be between Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. And how, okay, how Gryffindor, though? He's not, I don't find him particularly passionate. I find him more a pursuer of justice because he immediately knocks Callahan out. He's like, I don't give a shit. Elle is like, gonna gonna take over this case now. You're a pervert. I don't even know if it's you're convincing me. But I kind of like the one, like, oh, just give it to me. The one criticism that I had of (laughs) Emmett was when she was leaving and she was like, I was just, you know, like sexually assaulted. And Emmett's like, no, come on, you can't let him win. Like, stay. And she's like, they're never going to take me seriously. Like, I'm not going to stay. And he like just kind of lets her go. <laughs> like, I mean, again, I, rolling yeah, with I it, know, though, I guess. But then but then he didn't confront Callahan. He didn't go like, I quit. They went to talk no, to. That's they what went I'm saying. To talk to Brooke. And then Brooke and then he's like, Callahan hit on her. So she quit. And Brooke's like, that sucks. And Vivian's like, oh, my God, I got it totally wrong. And then and then yeah. all of a sudden, Emmett's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. You're an asshole. And I'm like, where the fuck was this yep. when you could have been yelling at your boss? Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah. I guess. Well, he 
He like he was I the guess supervising attorney for her, so I he guess he needs to be Yeah, he couldn't lose he couldn't lose his shit so much there. But I think a Gryffindor would have. Yeah, well yeah, <laughs> like that's immediately why, lost that's his just shit. Why I got turned around. I was gonna say the reason I was thinking that he was a Gryffindor is because he does I guess it is a justice thing though. He does have a pretty strong sense of what he thinks is right. Right? Mm-hmm. Like he was pretty uh, I thought he was pretty impressed with Elle that she wasn't giving up the alibi, even though he was like, you need to give it us so we can do our job. I think he was like, I respect yeah. the fact that you're not doing it. Like, that's a you thing. Right. So, like, I feel like he had a pretty solid sense of right and wrong. But. Yeah. But I think the right and wrong is justice based what, what in, is in like what. Community. Well, I think it's important to him to be in the academic space and to be respected in his position. I think that's very important to him not to be regarded for it or to be given like accolades for it. He doesn't need to be noticed, but I think his job is important to him. I think what he does is important well, to him. Well, so, he wasn't he didn't start as a professor. He was a legal I know, he built his way up. Yeah. So I think his career is really important to him. So I I would say that like teaching then, others. Yeah. I I do think that means a lot to him. Um and I don't know if L becomes like his community like not really. I don't think so. I think he just. I mean, he trusts really her completely. Her. He did the. He questioned about when she was like, "This guy's gay," and Callahan was like, "That's stupid." Mm. <laughs> he went up and did it. So yeah, he did. He believes in yeah. her. He has a lot of faith. And in I will her. say, I know we're not talking about the musical, and we're not treating it as canon. But um, he <laughs> in the musical, he is the one that is like um. When she decides that she wants to get serious, he's the one who's like studying with her and like helping her and pushing her. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, though. that's like his whole song in the musical. It's like a five-minute song where he's like, I think, obviously, I beyond community, I think his whole thing is being useful <laughs> yeah. in some way, which is in hugely helpful. Come on, <laughs> being useful to L, being useful to the team, being useful as a lawyer, being useful as an um, assistant professor, whatever he's doing, like. He's always there to lend a piece of advice, a helping hand, be supportive, be useful in that moment. It screams Hufflepuff. Mm -hmm. It's giving me very Hufflepuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is why I think he works out so well with Elle because I think with her house, Mm -hmm. I think they're a great combo. We don't with what I yeah. I was going to say. I was going to say we don't agree on their house, but it's so interesting. I can't wait to hear why. Ah, are we done talking about Emmett? He's Uh, not really in the uh, movie. Yeah, Emmett's done. Yeah. And it's done. So, El, <laughs> it's done. Real, real quick, we'll just we'll just tell you where we land, okay. just real quick, because I'm gonna hear Lauren's argument for the first time right now. I think Lauren already knows. I put her in Slytherin, mm-hmm. and I think she can probably suss out all the reasons why. Now, Lauren puts her in Gryffindor, and I really need to know why. <laughs> I mean, because <it laughs> I can't see Slytherin it. Slytherin or Gryffindor? Why can't you see it? I, she's can't see. She's it. extreme. Like a lot of this is gonna sound like Slytherin she's stuff. Too level headed. You have such bad a bad image of your house. Go look at all of the Gryffindors yeah, we have, you have and find one that's level-headed. Granger. I don't have her on my <laughs> list. I'm talking about the characters we've sorted. Hermione loses her fucking shit. She is Get out of here. The majority of the time. Oh and yeah. You know what? When, when Ron does, pisses her off, is she level-headed? When does Elle not lose her shit when she's in the freaking restaurant screaming her brains out because Warner broke up with her and he's like she ate a bad salad and she's like so you so you broke up with me because I'm too blonde and she like marches out and uh-huh. he's like get in the car you're going to ruin your shoes and she's like no. <laughs> you're telling me that wasn't a Gryffindor thing? 
I just think it was an emotional outburst thing. She That's her person. She believed that she was going to be proposed to that night. Imagine it happening to you as a Slytherin. I would not break down in front like, of Like, you'd have strangers. an outburst. Would you would be down. really fucking upset. I would not break down in front of strangers. <laughs> Absolutely not. There are that's different kinds weakness. of Slytherins, Lauren. Loki <laughs> okay. would break down and in front are, of strangers. Yeah, but he wouldn't break down like that. And cry? Yes, we've seen him not break down like that. When Mobius was like, oh, you love Sylvie? You love her? You fucking weirdo? And he's like... Are you telling yeah, me that they don't cry? Slytherins don't no, cry in front cry. of others? No, I'm saying he doesn't have a breakdown like that. It's not an emotional breakdown where you're showing okay. your underbelly. Mm. Not in front of strangers. Sure, but you can, just like anyone else in the world, have a momentary lapse of weakness. And she bounced back pretty fucking hard from it. Pretty hard. <laughs> like, she got her ass into Harvard based on sheer, like, just willpower. She willed her way in. She worked she really studied. hard for she, it. She worked extremely hard. She made it happen in a short period of time. She gave up what was important to her to do it, which I think is really hard for a Gryffindor to do. Um. And would she give up? Greek night. Oh my, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! In a uh, uh huh, but in a more real sense, time with her friends, time with her sorority. Like she was so driven, like solely focused on getting Warner back, that she got into a hugely prestigious law school just to do it, and in the process found how ambitious and intelligent she is. Like she goes so beyond that obviously it's the plot of the movie right she goes so much further than what her goal was her goal changes and she adapts something that is very self-centered she's about herself at the end of that movie her career her life her goals she's not there to um be responsible for anyone doesn't give a shit about that except maybe you want to say her dog which is not a person so <laughs> she doesn't feel obligated or responsible to people i wouldn't put her in gryffindor Gryffindors tend to have a person they're really responsible for and, like, beat themselves up for. I don't see that with her. I think I'll use the law as a way to be responsible for people. She was extremely responsible for Brooke. She would not give up that alibi. I, and I think that a Slytherin wouldn't either. To further their career or, like, she, it's not like she had a super deep connection to Brooke. She took her Pilates Class, like four she years felt ago. connected to her. She though. felt responsible for her alibi. I don't know if she she did it. What she no? This is you, but come on. Also, Southerns feel responsible also, for keeping and secrets. So L absolutely feels responsible for Delta New. That's what this was surrounding. Brooke was another. You could say that's community based. No, then too, you can not, make that argument for Hufflepuff. Community. She's not trying to fit in. She's already there. She feels responsible for upholding and supporting Delta New sisters. Brooke was another Delta New. She went to visit Brooke as a Delta New. Okay. Yeah. Lauren, you are the only person in my whole life who has never talked about me behind my back to other people. How do you know? my business. Because I know you don't. And you've told me you have it. And I've talked to other people and they didn't me? know things. <laughs> they didn't know Yeah, things. I do. I really do because I think you, you have integrity. Me? No, it just happened, you know? Yeah, but Wink, that's bonk. because you're my person no. not to get super, like, okay. cheesy. But Brooke but wasn't so anybody what, to though? her. But they, come on. She finds that community as something that she is extremely connected to. It's it's sisterhood. It's sisterhood. Not, it's like you and the supernatural I family. Not, yeah. <laughs> like, I would keep the secret of every person because they belong to the supernatural family. It's not like that. You can't, like, throw a blanket over it like that. Like, Slytherins can feel this connection with, like, 
whole swaths and groups of people. It's person by person. Just because you belong okay. to some... But she feels that Brooke is right and being wronged. and she So like a Gryffindor thing. Mm, could be a Slytherin thing no, too. No, <laughs> it's not. Slytherins are not going to be that morally certain of themselves. I would have... I Oh, get, yes, they can no, be. Morally, no. Morally, I would question whether... I would have to I would have to look at a lot of factors in a legal situation where it's like did this person kill somebody? I would go through a lot of evidence and a lot of logistical. I would not in my gut go endorphins make people happy and happy people just don't kill their husbands. Like they just don't. Like the, I would not gut instinct be like that. Cher could make that argument if you put her in law school. <laughs> I'm clueless. She could. Cher would go through the facts. Very clear Slytherin. But that one argument that we hear Cher make, she went through logistical facts. She didn't gut instinct say those <laughs> things. She did her version of studying and making comparisons. L. It's not L, a gut instinct to say endorphins make you happy. That's a scientific fact. L heard that Brooke killed. No, L heard they were like Brooke killed a killed her husband, and she's like, oh, she's a Delta new. Like she didn't do it. <laughs> That's immediately. Uh-huh. That's immediately what. Sure, she's she like. had a sure she had an opinion. It was an opinion. She's like, she didn't do it. And um, I'll get the alibi, and then I won't tell anybody the alibi because it's not okay. We won't be very good lawyers if we can't prove it without the alibi. Mm hmm. Sure. You're telling me Slytherins don't ever get a gut feeling? Yeah, sometimes we do, but we don't act on it like that. We need facts to back it up. If I am wrong and I look wrong, it's the worst thing in the world to ever happen to me ever. (laughs) I see a lot of Slytherins take, take risks, though, based on a feeling that they're right about something. Yeah, but... Jeff Winger does it a lot. Okay, but in that... In that instance or in that environment, that's not the type of thing you can do. If you look wrong in that sort of instance where it's like your career and you want to be a lawyer and lawyers are based on winning, on being right, like you can't Mm -hmm. do that. Jeff does it to the fucking stupid community college group because he can. Mm -hmm. Because... Sure. (laughs) Because... It's easy for him to manipulate all these people. But when Jeff goes with, like, the other lawyer guys, you see Jeff start to get a little more thinky about what he's doing. Because he's sure, more sure of himself in that circle. Elle is like that with her Delta News. No, I'm saying that Jeff knows that he needs to not be wrong when he's around other lawyers or when he's in a professional career sure. situation. And yeah. I think it was deeply embarrassing for Elle to go back to the Delta News and to not have a ring on her finger. Because she knew she didn't want to look like that in front of them or go back and be embarrassed that way. Have her heart ripped out. I don't think she she felt like that at all. You don't think that she went back. The whole opening scene is them making a card for her and wishing her well on her way. You don't think she was like deeply sad that she had to walk back in there without a ring? I don't think. No, I do not think that she was like embarrassed or worried about them. She's trust them as a no, because if, also this kind of goes... Okay, well, a Gryffindor would be. A Gryffindor why? would be. Why? If you're responsible for these people, Dean Winchester would not worry that Sam was going to be... What he thinks of him? Not what he thinks of him, but he wouldn't worry about that sort of thing. Like, he wouldn't be embarrassed to come back after a failure. Sam wouldn't be like that towards him. No, he wouldn't. But how do you know what a bunch of sorority girls are going to be like? Because they're her. She can't know. But she... She's the president of They're her people, she's the right? They're president her of Delta New. She feels responsible uh-huh. for them. She feels connected to them. 
And she knows that they wouldn't treat her like that because she doesn't treat them like that. Like, that's how Elle works in her head. Okay, but things also, failure doesn't even cross Elle's mind ever. When she's faced with it, she cries for like a second and then gets back up on the horse and does it. And she's like, of course but I can she do didn't this. It's cry. Me. Like, like the movie went fast, but she didn't cry for just a second. She broke down in front of Warner and then she had like a week of being holed up in her room where nobody could go visit her. She didn't mm-hmm. she didn't break out of it until she figured out that there was something that she could do, that there was a way forward. Okay, well, let's take it back. Because it's a movie, you don't have many instances of like judging every little thing. It's not like a season's worth of information here. Let's just take it back to what she's motivated by. Okay, and I think she's very motivated by uh, self-assuredness, being determined, and making her making something of herself that she's proud of. That's what I think she's motivated by. I think she wants to be proud of herself. I don't know that I see that as a Gryffindor thing. What do you think she's motivated by? You don't see that as a Gryffindor thing? No. You don't think Gryffindors want to feel fulfilled and validated? In who they I think are. Everyone wants to feel yeah, fulfilled and validated. I, but if your core your core thing is that, I don't think that's a Gryffindor. I think most Gryffindors things like their core things are, you know, taking care of other people and being responsible for everything that goes fucking wrong in the world and a bunch of other Yeah, so Elle is the president for, of a of a sorority. She never lets go of the sorority. She becomes a lawyer and she didn't want to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. She discovered being a lawyer. Right. Yeah, I don't. Her ambition led her mm-hmm. there. <laughs> it, well, it well, it wasn't. I don't see Elle is self self concerned. I really don't. I think I think she is very self assured, but I don't think she is self motivated yeah. or self centered. I oh, I disagree. When she feels embarrassed by what Vivian did to her and how Warner was behaving, she immediately wants to prove herself as something better. Because she wants to believe in herself. She does believe in herself more than so many other characters that we've sorted. She really, truly believes in herself and her ability to Yeah, but I don't, that's not self-centeredness. She's, she's not. Well, I'm not, but not not every Slytherin has to be so crazily self-centered. No, I'm not saying that self, I'm not, I'm, she's not self. She's not about herself at all. She's not concerned. She's not like. Oh, these people think I'm dumb and that's, I, I. I want them to make sure that I'm not dumb. She knows that. No, she's concerned about her opinion with herself and what she can do. She wants to prove to herself that she's good enough for Callahan's group and that she can make it into Harvard, that she can win Warner back, that she can do all these things. She's not concerned about what every all little voices around her. No, she's concerned with what she thinks of herself, which is crazy slithering to me. She already knows. Y'all care a lot about no, what you think she, about your own she, view that, of yourself. I'm, she already knows herself. She okay. She knows herself. She's doing this. She's like, I'll show you who's serious each time. She's like, I am right in this. I belong at Harvard. I can be a lawyer. I can pass the LSAT. I can do these things. And I know all of this. And the only reason that I'm doing it is because this is what feels right now. Like, if I can do these okay. things, I should do these things. And I do think that she feels she feels a little bit of needing to have that validated in real world terms. She's like, mm-hmm. people see this outward appearance of me and fine. I, like, I've been doing what I want and I'm totally sure of myself. I've been a fashion major. I made faux fur panties. 
I got into Harvard by making like this video of me in a bikini. And like, I'm totally assured of myself. And now I'm just going to do it. And this is what's right to do because I can do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. It's right. She can and she does it. It's yeah. Very, but it's it, very Slytherin no, to me. Everything you're no, saying. It's much more. Like the closest person that I'm thinking of is that it's much more Harry Potter to me where he's like. I am fairly sure of who I am and what's important to me. And because I can do these things, I should do these things for other people. Like when she like talking about the second movie again is like, you know, she is a lawyer and she quits her job as a lawyer because the firm that she is a part of represents the lipstick company that's testing on animals. So she like is like, mm-hmm. this is why we shouldn't do this. And like, I really think you should talk to. So- and the- and she's like, I just don't think I can work for people who believe that. And they're like, fine, then you can leave. And she's like, fucking fine. Like, I- I'll get out of here. It still feels very. It- no, it doesn't. Mean <laughs> like, because I- you would figure out a way to work within it or whatever. No, I don't think that you could handle working for a place that you feel is, like, morally corrupt in some way. I don't think you... I think that you could do it if you didn't have a personal um, vested interest in what they were being more corrupt about. Like, if it's just corruption that doesn't affect you, sure, a Slytherin could do that. But if it's something that affects you no. and something you care about, you could walk away I from your job. I need a plan. And she didn't have a plan at that point. She cried again. She mm. cried, damn it. She was like, I don't know what to do next. I don't have a job. And you're dating a... a unemployed lady who gets to get married. I can't believe you're trying to tell me that these emotional outbursts are not Slytherin when Bella spends four months catatonic in It's not an chair. emotional outburst, is it? <laughs> it's not. She goes catatonic. She screams herself awake every night with nightmares. She sobs to Charlie. She's a wreck, a shell of a human. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not emotional. I guess I'm thinking of emotional, like fiery. Ella's also very fiery. She bites back. Yeah, but yeah. Slytherins can be. They can be, but I don't think, I think Elle's core motivation is like righteousness and that she is responsible for the, like why that, she's like, I want Bruiser's mom to be at my wedding. And then all of a sudden <laughs> she's responsible for every single animal. Are you putting her in Gryffindor because you think she's ridiculous? What? Are you putting her in Gryffindor because you think she's no, ridiculous? No, I don't think she's ridiculous. I admire her. <laughs> okay. I wish I could do the shit she does. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what? Like, it's hard to get into Harvard? I wish that was me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see, I okay, many of your arguments, solid. I just don't see any other Gryffindors that are that self-assured. Like, you could say Harry Potter. Harry's constantly doubting himself too though like if he can actually pull something off or not he just jumps into things that's a very Gryffindor thing like <laughs> if I die I die you know and I don't see so yeah, much of Elle that in Elle are you kidding me she goes into court she does not know what she's doing when they're like Callahan's out you're in she doesn't but she believes in herself that right? she can do it but she jumps in without a plan she doesn't have any sort of like evidence built up she asks the same question like enough times for the judge to get annoyed with her like she mm-hmm. hits it she's it's like the lawyer, like, non-high stakes rom-com version of if I die, I die. She's like, I'm going to uh-huh. go be on the stand. And, you know, whatever happens is what's going to happen. Like, mm. I don't know, because you have Slytherins like Loki who don't always have a plan. Loki always out. has a plan. You think that, no, huh? It's, he sure wants you to think. It's a fucking <laughs> stupid plan, but he's always got something going. Like, he's not the smartest. It's like, I'm just thinking of her walking down the stairs with all the reporters, like, Elle, how did you figure this out? And she's like, 
you know, the laws of hair care are finite. Any any young girl would know, or like any Cosmo girl would know them. Like any she, Cosmo she's, girl she's, would she's know. just like she had no idea. She's just going. It's like it's so. I don't know. To me, Ella's just so. And like I know you're reading this is like she works really hard for it and it's ambition or whatever. But I don't see it as like she calc- like you know she, like she like she made her audition her admissions tape the best it could be or whatever and like in her essay and blah 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 blah. She's just like she's just being L and it's just working out for her is what's happening. Like she's not. I kn- yeah I know, but she's so she is so unapologetically herself. Yeah. Always. But why does? But and, I don't understand why you're saying that could only be a Slytherin. I'm not saying it could only be but a Slytherin. It's just that that self assuredness is so. But I've I've seen so Slytherin assured Gryffindors, especially when you guys beat the paradox. When you guys beat <laughs> it, when you're like healthy Gryffindors, which I think Elle is, like when she, she gets back, she gets past that cycle because you see it a little bit when Warner's like, "You're not serious because you're blonde." You see her like mm-hmm. she's gonna dye her hair brunette. You see her like I know I'm great, but this guy told me I'm not great, and I, mm-hmm. what, if I'm not with him, like I must not be great. Like blah blah blah, and she immediately snaps it when they're like, um, "This." She like is looking at the magazine, and she's like, "This is the kind of girl Warner wants. He wants someone serious." And she's like, "I can be serious. Like what the fuck am I talking about?" And then she goes and talks to her like admissions officer and. She's like, you're not going to get into Harvard. And I was like, oh, no, I don't have any backups. I'm going to Harvard. Like, you know, she's like, <laughs> she's there. She's like, I think she's an extremely healthy Gryffindor. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I had no doubts about it. I really was I mean, like, I'm try- I really am trying. Very to confident. I'm and- her to Harry so much. And I think it's because, like, despite it all, Harry is fairly healthy. Like, it's insane that he is, but he is fairly, like, he's got good friends, and he's got, he's, like, he's, he's just got, he's just, uh, Harry's problem is he's got the weight of, trauma up the wazoo, which makes you mature, you know, so, like, that's the problem, too. I, I also think, I don't think that Gryffindors seek, um, often positions of leadership or, like, we're often like thrust into one like unwillingly and she very much is out there seeking like higher positions and pushing herself forward with ambition and drive which are just such slytherin i think griffin you know poor things and i think sure they're natural leaders but don't necessarily always seek it out it's always like no okay i guess i have to do this i also think that's an unhealthy gryffindor thing (laughs) Where, like, if you were given room to grow and you weren't pushed into the position where that was like, you're the only one who can do this, so you have to do it. If you're given the room, like, L for her to be like, she went to fashion, fashion merchandising school and then she decided to go to Harvard. And then she naturally grew out of, oh, I love being a lawyer and I love helping people. And she, like, naturally just grew into that. And I think Gryffindor are natural-born leaders. It's just that a lot of the... Uh, the nerds like to talk about this, that stories and fiction are often trauma-based or conflict-based. So we yeah, always see characters in stress. Legally Blonde is a rom-com, and the biggest stress is that Warner breaks up with her. So uh-huh. it's not... Right. You don't see the relationship with the parents who just, they don't take her seriously, but they support whatever mm-hmm. she wants to do. Yeah, her dad it. pays for freaking Harvard. <laughs> He's like, her whatever. Her friends are very supportive. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, she's got a lot of, yeah, she has a lot of good support going for her. Um, I will say she may be, <laughs> you're going to hate me. What if she's on the cusp? <laughs> like, she's a Gryffindor right at the edge. No, of, she's one of the other. Touch. No, I'm not saying she's on a line. I'm saying, like, if you make them touch, so they're in Gryffindor, <laughs> like, you see you the merge going in, she's, like, one notch over. Because she has a lot of Slytherin in her. You can't tell me she doesn't. You can't. She's a Gryffindor. She's, you know what? She's like Amy. She's like Amy Sosa. I don't see that. I don't see that. Come what? on. Amy's an insecure mess. She's well, a when mess. Amy grows into herself at the end, that's kind of like where else she's in the entire She's still, time. like, emotionally ridiculous. Okay, but you take a healthy version of Amy, so, like, the emotional bits are just when Elle's crying over Warner. But I can't get but, a okay, healthy Amy because saying, that's not Amy. You're saying, you're saying Gryffindors don't choose responsibility or leadership, and Amy absolutely does. No, I think she does that so that she can get more money and support her. <laughs> child okay but whatever i don't see ellis having any responsibilities which was why i couldn't put her there if you want to say her responsibilities are to causes fine but to me typically it is such a thing right okay it is such a thing throughout the movies like they keep bringing it up so sisterhood yeah sisterhood that's just that's just that's just loyalty though it's not feeling responsible for. But no, 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 it's no, no, just no, no, loyalty. But it's not loyalty because loyalty is just making sure that you don't break it or whatever. Ella's actively upholding it. Like, she makes sure other people practice it. She brings the freaking snap cup to Congress and makes them all <laughs> put compliments in the snap cup because they're arguing. Like, she upholds the tenets. <laughs> she doesn't just subscribe to them. She, like, actively pushes them on others. <laughs> Yeah, but that doesn't make you a Gryffindor. No, I'm saying that makes her responsible. She feels responsible in doing this. (gasps) Okay. She's like, she's like, uh, I don't don't know. I don't know. She's like the patron saint of like whatever sisterhood. I will look, I'll tell you, she, she can't be in Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. She just can't be. No, it doesn't fit there. So for me, it is sure it's between the two. I just have never seen a Gryffindor like her. So this is weird. I'll it's you. you're making great arguments. It's just uh, that's I weird, Lauren. Diana. You think Diana's healthy? She's not. <laughs> is he broken as the rest of them? I guess. I guess. Especially at the beginning, right before we take her away from her homeland. Yeah. And- okay. <laughs> okay. All right. You fixed the problem <laughs> I had in my brain. I needed someone. I couldn't, dude. I could not place. L anywhere in there. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'd put her, yeah, I'd put her near Diana on the scale. All right, I'll okay. fold. And uh, <laughs> Jamie. Right after Diana, right before Jamie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Wow, interesting. Hey, Nobody knows what we're talking about house. because we put out those scales like six months ago and they're like, what the hell? <laughs> Our fake science <laughs> has scales. We'll do new updated ones as more episodes come out and we'll, you know, as we get closer to the subpod anniversary, we're so interested. we'll revisit. Oh my God, November 17th, a broken day for us all, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring more joy back into the world. It wasn't a broken day because it came out two days before. So November 19th is the broken day. Uh, we were like a broken yeah, month, a, Lauren. Yeah. Talking about No, the beginning of the month sorry. is happy. It's beautiful. <laughs> it was. <laughs> 
Ah, uh, go listen to our Dusty episode. <laughs> uh, I really, I can't believe you actually got me on with Gryffindor. Okay. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I, I was, I At was really I like, wow, care, I can't see you anywhere else. Arguing with me, and I got mad. So. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care at all. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah, but no, it fits. And uh, it's funny because I said to you, I was like. Are you putting her there because she's ridiculous? And when I said it, I was like, oh, she is ridiculous. She <laughs> does belong in Gryffindor. And I was like, wait, no, Rachel. Wait, think of all the I arguments you I had. Didn't think you, I didn't think you didn't mean that when you said it. I was just trying to be like, it's not just because she's ridiculous. It's not just, yeah. It's a big reason. No, you're when she throws the chocolate at the fucking yes, general hospital. Liar! Liar! I could not believe. I'm like, okay, me. I could not believe you were like, those outbursts weren't very Gryffindor. I was like, what the fuck are you talking listen, about? When she's listen. Listen. Like, she's walking besides the car and she's going, ah, 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 and Warner's like, Pooh Bear, get in the car. And she's like, no. Literally, Cher does like, the same thing. When? When, when, with Elton. No, she doesn't. She gets out of the car and walks inside yeah, the car, she's and she's like, mad at "No, Elton. I'm not getting back." She's yet. mad at Elton. She's like, "You right?" Well, if she had like, her feelings hurt, assaulted me. No, no, she. Cher was not like that at all. The guy holds her up at gunpoint, and she's like, "This isn't a liar." And then he makes her get on the ground, uh-huh. and then she calls uh, Josh, and she's like, Matt. "I just she's think still, you don't." She's still not even freaking out about it. She's like, "Josh, this guy stole my dress." They're <laughs> like, "You messed it up." And Josh is like, "All right." I'll yeah, go. she is. She's crying no, over the she's dress. Not, she's she's not really. She's putting on a hysterical. She's like, "Josh, come pick me up," because then he's like, "Where are you?" And she's like the valley and he's like oh you owe me like she knew what she was building up to she's like you need to drive an hour to come get me i i like immediately need to find a slytherin who had a sobbing outburst like i need it right now (laughs) i need it like bella in her sleep didn't quite work (laughs) veronica cries veronica cries never freaked out she's never freaked out like that i'm even thinking of um of uh uh Fucking, I, I don't care. Spoilers. When Erin Eccles uh, locks her in the fridge and then sets everything on fire, uh-huh. she's like freaking out, but she's hysterical. She's about to die. She's not like crying. I'll find one, Lauren. Like, all right, I'll find all right. one. Because that's the most that <laughs> I can think that one. Veronica ever did when she was locked in a fucking fridge and she, the and it was on fire and she was like, "Dad, Dad!" and she was like hyperventilating the hell. I would also yeah. hyperventilate if the fridge I was sure. in was on fire. <laughs> but. I'm now making it my mission okay. in life you to, to show that you're not all cold and that you have emotional emotionally outbursts. broken down. I'll find one. Not in private, in front of other people. Uh, in front of others. Okay. Loki screams in front of other people all the time. But he's like, he but he's like doing anger shit, right? He's not being genuinely like, I'm sad. He's like, you'll rue the day that you like know it. I love it. <laughs> oh shit, I can't. <laughs> Just imagine him doing it with like yes, his yeah. here. It's so perfectly a character. Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys, what a house! What a, I can't imagine not having emotional outbursts and crying in front of people. <laughs> I'll do it right now. <laughs> uh, all right, I was thinking fine. about, Whatever. I guess I'll, you I'll win. say it now. I was trying to think of a character that I could say this about, and I was like, damn it, I should have said it during the Slytherin episode, and I didn't even think it then. But, like, I was thinking, I was like, Slytherins never half-ass things. 
It's always whole ass. We always give our whole ass. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> does not matter if it's like stupid. Once we've committed, like it's happening. So like you see it it's with Loki true. all the time. He does not ever half ass his idiotic plans. Like he's going all in on them. No, you see it with Bella yeah. too. She's literally chasing a ghost <laughs> and like getting on motorcycles and cracking her head open like a coconut. And she's like, this is done, <laughs> but I'll get what I want at the end. <laughs> Fuck it, guys. <laughs> Imagine having a plan. I love our house. It's great. <laughs> yeah, man, any plan. Yeah, it's... Even when we're like, this is a stupid plan. We have something to do. Like, I'm going to put my all into it. Let's go. That mm, I'll save it for the episode that we actually sort it, but that is why I have opinions on the the characters of... You know what? No, I'm not going to say it. I Never mind. What you're talking about. Never okay. mind. But yeah, I... All right, I've I've considered. when we when we stop recording, you can tell me, and I can tell you the uh, the Ravenclaw that I think is um family. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait! We gotta go, guys. So <laughs> this will be out right in time for you to be preparing for going back to school, going back to class, and please teach, be safe. Teach, please be safe. Yeah, be Rachel's safe out teacher, there. So I'm gonna be worried about her, but uh, no, my state. Legally mandated. I saw uh, that vaccines and masks. I saw that today, but which of course still be safe because and children are having a lot of trouble now too going back to school. So yeah, look, it's an ugly old world out there, but we're here in your ears, in your ear. Wow, turn off your phone! What the hell? It's not my phone. It's a metal screw (laughs) that my desk. Um, hopefully my desk doesn't just shatter right now while I'm still recording. Let's find out. <laughs> As I said, we'll be there to accompany you through all the madness. It'll get better if we can be tough together. In my state, in New York, we say we're New York tough. So, uh, yeah. Nice. I know it's so cringy. We're at Chicago's the second city. You know why? Because, uh, you know, it burned down in the Chicago fire. So it was built oh. again. So, like, second city is like a well, pride thing. Like, hey, we're here again. To be fair, <laughs> you know? To be fair, the New York tough thing only came when COVID hit. Oh, so. really? <laughs> yeah, it's not like a thing we said oh, okay. before. Well, second city is a thing. Bef- so. Before we just said, forget about, forget about it, it, you deadass. Uh, our yeah. next episode is our first repeat. We're doing community, which we've already done. Oh, I but can't we wait. have not talked wait. about Ovid and Troy. And surely, Dude. Pierce doesn't get to be talked about. Um, you know, <laughs> maybe he will. I took a personality test, uh-huh. and do you know who I got from Community? Britta. I fucking Troy. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I got Troy. <laughs> I can see that. That's okay. Although you're, I can't. <laughs> spoiler: You're not in Troy's house, so <laughs> I'm not. No, but part of Troy is in me. So. <laughs> Which part? It's all right. <sighs> <laughs> the part of his house that he is, uh-huh. I got some of it in me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll talk more about that when we get to the community episode, though. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to sort them. Very exciting. Oh, yay. I have an excuse to watch. Yeah, I was going to say, I have to watch the show. So, you know. Woohoo! Anyway. Well, good luck to us. We have a lot of shit to watch. And I was just thinking about that. I have to rewatch. The show so that much. we don't like, <laughs> so we can talk. Yeah. Yep. Yep. YouTube compilations here I come. <laughs> You'll never know right. what show I don't like. I'll never tell you. Yeah, it's no. <laughs> don't say. <laughs> okay, friends. Thank you very much for tuning in. 
Hope you enjoyed. And if you disagree, please feel free to let us know. Um, Legally Blonde is a very much beloved movie mm-hmm. by many. Mm-hmm. So do and let us know if you disagree. And the third one's coming out soon. They made it. Is it really? They made it. Yeah. No we way. said they started shooting like last summer, so I assume it's made. What? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We should have waited. <laughs> no, it's going to take too long because the world's burning. All right. True that. Okay. Well, thank you for following us along on this journey. See you next time. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Sort of Brilliant. If our sorting choices inspired any rage or excitement, we'd love to hear from you. We're open to feedback, suggestions for characters to sort, and solid counter arguments with citations. Never forget your citations. You can find us hanging out on Twitter and Instagram at SOB underscore pod or shoot us an email at sortofbrilliant at gmail.com. And since we're not above begging, please rate and subscribe to Sort of Brilliant on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please share our posts on social media. And if you're a Gryffindor, maybe you'll inspire sorting fights among your own friend group. The theme music is Hot Shot by Scott Holmes. Can't wait to sort with you again next time. Bye.